Hi, friends. Before we dive into today's episode, I wanted to let you know that if you like what we talk about here on the Belonging Podcast, I think you'll really love my book. It's called Root and Ritual, Timeless Ways to Connect to Land, Lineage, Community, and the Self. And it is available right now wherever books are sold. It is a beautifully illustrated guide to connecting with the earth, your ancestors, and your communities as you come home to your whole self. Though we live in a radically different looking world, the needs of our bodies and spirits are the same as the ancestors we come from. I divide this book into four parts, land, lineage, community, and self, and I take you on a journey for engaging more deeply with your life. I provide stories from my own life and I share rituals, recipes, and ancestral wisdom, journal prompts to support you on your individual and unique and sacred path. You can get more info and bonuses at rootandritualbook.com and pick it up at your favorite bookstore online or in person. Thanks for all your support. It means the world to me. Welcome to Belonging, a podcast that explores how to come home to yourself in the age of loneliness. I'm Becca Piastrelli, your host and guide on a journey of courageous reconnection. As we explore topics like ancestral wisdom, cultivating meaningful sisterhood, living with the seasons and cycles of the earth and your body, and what it means to be a good ancestor. And we're live. Hello, everybody. It's Becca Piastrelli here. So good to be back on the mic after a little bit of a hiatus. Uh, Thanks for listening, putting me in your ear holes. Um, Trying this out, trying out these podcast mini-sodes to see how I like them, how you like them. So would love to hear your feedback. Today, I want to talk about something that's near and dear to my heart, and that is sisterhood. If you follow me, you know I love to talk about sisterhood. And uh, you may have some reactions to that word, and they may not be positive. Or perhaps you're like, oh, yes, I need that. I want that in my life. Or you're like, um, no, that is way too touchy-feely for me, or it makes me feel weird, or I don't trust women, or I have a sister, a blood sister, and I don't really get along with her, and so why would I want that in my life? So many things going on in the patriarchy to make us think sisterhood is not something I totally trust. And I get it. I grew up with a little wound. We all have them. We all got to look at them to heal them of not feeling like I belonged, of not feeling like I could truly be accepted for who I was. And um, I was really good at uh, shape-shifting and altering who I was and even, you know, wearing different clothes, acting a different way to feel like I was accepted. But deep down there was a feeling of if you really knew who I was, you wouldn't be my friend. You wouldn't accept me. So I'm passionate about that. And I'm also super aware of the modern day stress and anxiety epidemic that we are all encountering. We live in what is known as the age of loneliness. In 2014, environmental activist George Monbiot coined this term. I'm not sure in what article I'll link to it in the show notes. And it's really, uh, 
it's really something that's hit a nerve with me and so many people I talk to and work with, which is this idea that we're more connected than ever before with technology. It's quite insane. The texting and the messaging and the Instagramming and the Slack messaging and the emailing and the all the ways, Facebooking, all the ways that we can connect to each other. Uh, and yet we are feeling more lonely and isolated than ever before. What up with that? Combine that with a real addiction we have to our phones and social media. I wrote an article on this. I'll also link that in the show notes. I myself am still addicted and working on unhooking it, full disclosure, still working on it. And um, I really believe that's contributing to this anxiety problem a lot of us are having and increased issues with ADHD, distraction, um, inability to hold attention for a long time, um, general antsiness problems, sleeping. I know I have a husband with insomnia issues and I um, just want to talk about it. So I'm talking about sisterhood and I'm talking about anxiety and stress. What's the link here? Well, I've got a pretty powerful link between the two. I believe that sisterhood, real, deep, compassionate, non-judgmental, healthy sisterhood is the antidote to a lot of our anxiety and stress because it equals community. We are communal beings. We were born into tribes. And um, there's a way in which the uh, industrial revolution and rise of the middle class and capitalism has isolated us into wanting our own homes and to have the fence and the gate or whatever it is to give us privacy, which is, you know, a beautiful privilege, but it's also prevented us uh, from having real connection with each other, especially the women, because the history of patriarchy patriarchy being a system where men are in control and women are oppressed, very basic definition, a system in which we live, um, has really separated the women for the past thousands of years. And this has been a very specific campaign. I should talk about the burning times at some point. That is a really heavy and intense topic, but it's really good thing to look up uh, if you want to understand the history of why we have a sisterhood wound or a belonging wound with women in our lineages, in our DNA, it just explains why it's so hard. You know what I mean? So what is a healthy sisterhood? You know, maybe you've got some really good friends that you feel super safe with, but chances are you have some community or place, maybe an office or, um, I don't know, a mom group. I'm not sure. College group of friends where there's a lack of safety. There's a lack of feeling like you can really be who you are and be accepted and loved. Safety. If you don't understand what that word means, I know when I first heard that word, I was like, um, I'm perfectly safe. Like no one's going to come and kidnap me. What do you mean? It's a felt experience in your body. Like, hmm, I don't feel like being super vulnerable with these people because I'm not sure if they will judge me or do something to me that will make me feel like I, do, like I belong or don't belong. 
that's a feeling of not feeling safe. So how do we cultivate safety and sisterhood? Because we want to reduce our anxiety and stress and really feel that sense of belonging that we seek out on social media or do it through addictions like too much eating or um, drugs or porn addiction or social media addiction. But yeah, sisterhood. How do we make a safe space? Well, there's so much to it. And I teach a lot of it, um, and we'll share more about it in further episodes, but it really has to do with this one magical tool that we all have that I call witnessing. Witnessing means we don't fix each other. We don't help each other unless we are asked. We simply witness each other. So if a woman is in front of me and she's sobbing, she is breaking down and sobbing, that I don't offer her a tissue unless she asks because she is a sovereign queen who can ask for a tissue if she needs it. I don't put a hand on her back. Oh, maybe I can ask. You know, I'd really like to put my hand on you. Is that okay? But we let her break down in front of us. We are a safe space. We witness her breaking down, sharing everything, unloading, not interrupting, not saying, oh, I had that experience too, but just really witnessing her holding the vision that she can fix herself. Actually, that she doesn't need fixing at all, but that she can climb her way out of this moment that she has self-agency. She doesn't need to be saved. There's no prince coming in on a white horse. And that our value to her is not that we can fix or make her feel better. Our value is to just witness her. Some of you might be like, that is so confusing, and I've never done that before. And some of you may be like, that is the most beautiful thing. And I have, I remember that one time I was witnessed, and it felt so good. It feels so good to be given the space and to practice in that space, not planning what you're going to say next, not interrupting her with a me too um, story, not, um, not judging her or if a judgment comes up, letting it float away like a cloud, really just holding her in your love that is deep and beautiful sisterhood. That is the step to recreating the village we all crave so much. The one where we can come over and borrow a cup of sugar. The one where we sit at a table and we help birth each other's babies and nurse each other's babies and make medicines and cook food together and have a meal together and celebrate the seasons together. I truly believe it starts with learning to witness no matter what comes out of that woman's mouth. You witness her in pure compassion. So I'm going to leave that there. I think this is a really juicy topic, but I'm trying to keep these short and sweet. So if you want to talk about this more with me, um, give me a shout out on Instagram where I'm going to be talking about this more in the comments um, or leave a comment um, on the blog. I'd love to chat more. Thanks for listening. 
Thank you so much for listening. I know your time is sacred, and I hope this episode infused some inspiration and meaning into your day. For show notes, links, and references from this episode, you can go to belongingpodcast.com. Also, be sure to subscribe to Belonging on Apple Podcasts, and if you have a moment, leave a review. This helps my little podcast reach more listeners, and I would be ever so grateful.